0: Let us pray. Lo, children are a heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is His reward. Psalm 127.3 Father, it is interesting how the world considers the accumulation of wealth as the legacy they want to leave for the next generation. They build monuments, libraries, consecrate buildings in their names. But you consider children our heritage and reward. Training up a child to carry on the tradition of faith has an eternal reward. There is a natural born legacy through children. But spiritual children born in the womb of prayer, nurtured into maturity, are also a great reward. All that is done to rescue those lost in unbelief pleases you, Lord. Unmarried women have a heritage often greater than married women who have one or two children. The unmarried woman can have many spiritual children. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's daily prayer. For more inspiration and an incredible message from our feature pastor, stay tuned to Pray.com's Sunday service. Welcome to Pray.com's Sunday service, sponsored by Altrua Healthshare. Follow this podcast and listen weekly to receive godly wisdom and practical advice for daily living. Stay tuned for Sunday service coming up after a quick word from our sponsors. There's an innovative, better way to find health care. We're Altrua HealthShare, an affordable and flexible way to take care of your family. We're a community of like-minded, health-conscious individuals who share in each other's medical needs. And you can customize your health care your way with Altrua HealthShare. You can build your membership based on your season of life and your family's needs. Head to myshare.org to find out more. That's myshare.org. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Troy Brewer, and I'm coming at you live from Chapas, Mexico, and this is the third part of our Redemption Road Trip. I've been telling you all week, you know what, guys? We got plans, not only for the kids that we rescued in Colombia just a few days ago, and was able to share with that six uh, kids plus two babies. I mean, that ain't a bad day. I promise you that. And then, of course, we did incredible things in Mexico City. And then, guys, the past three days, I have been here in Chiapas, Mexico, going towards the Guatemalan border. And here in this southern part of Mexico, I can tell you that there's a great need for rescue. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you right now, we got them. Guys, we got our 25 kids. We've made our commitment. We have them with us right this second, guys. We have them. And guys, I'm going to tell you the story of the very first one. Wait until you hear this. You're going to love this. This is the Redemption Road Trip. Boom. Prince Chiapas, Mexico is a beautiful and an incredible place. And we've been wanting to give you a front row seat to the incredible things that we've been doing this week. And one of the things that I can tell you that we have been doing is we have been rescuing kids and we have been setting them up to actually keep them rescued. Yep. Guys, wait until you hear all this. So I've got some really great stories to tell you, but I want to make sure that enough people actually hear this story because this is a big one, guys. Listen, this is a big deal. Wait till you hear this. It looks and it sounds like King Jesus. Guys, please like this, please share this, please comment, please be a media missionary. If you're not already following us, follow us. If you're if you're not already sharing this across all of your social media, hey, would you please consider doing that in a very powerful way and say, "No, listen, I'm behind this. This is something that I'm actually behind because I believe that the body of Jesus is supposed to be behind this kind of this kind of thing." What kind of thing is it? It's the rescue of children. It's redemption. It's freedom. It's the goodness of the Lord. Guys, I want to tell you that we actually have seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And I'm so happy to share this with you. So you share this with everybody else. Now get ready for a bunch of pictures. Get ready for a bunch of videos. Um, Go ahead and get some Kleenex. Go ahead and do that as well, because you're probably going to need to blow your nose by the time this is over with. Um, get ready to shout. But guys, what's actually happening here and what's actually happening now is over the top. It's over the top of of what God is doing with us in the Amazon. It's over the top of what's happening with us in some other places. But I'm telling you, this place here is incredible. So here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, first of all, that a few, actually just last year, just last year, um, we actually, um, we went down to our, our teams came down here and while we were down here, we actually did this big crusade. I have a picture here for you. And this this kid's crusade, we expected to have a couple of thousand kids show up. And guys, we had over 8,000 children show up. As we were giving away bicycles, we we're giving away tons of stuff. So of course, oh my gosh, all these kids are gonna show up. In the midst of doing that, our teams went from one child to another child to another child and we actually identified more than a thousand kids that need to be rescued it was actually somewhere around 1500 kids and we were like oh my gosh what are we going to do and how are we going to do this now friends we decided right then and right there as soon as my team got back and they told me about this place that i'm at the, that i'm at right now they told me they said troy the need there is so huge and if we don't i don't know anybody else that that is going to come down and actually do it and then they also told me about this amazing team of people that we could work with. And so we started working with them. And here's what we did. On that night, of that of that very first night of that first crusade, Pastor Suanami actually rescued a little girl. Friends, I have a picture of her and her name is Marfield. and I'm going to show you a picture of her and that is actually the moment of the rescue. This little girl needed to be rescued. And I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that this little girl needed to be rescued. And um, um, we did it. We got her. I want to show you the next pic here. I can't even read my own writing. I need to put my glasses on. So whenever she contacted me, she said, "What, uh, Pastor Troy, um, what do you think I should do? And I said, first thing I want you to do is I want you to take her to the store and buy her a princess dress. So she goes to the store, she buys her a princess dress. This is just hours after we've rescued her. So this, this little girl still doesn't even know us yet. And she's so incredible. And we like, boom. So I got a, I've got a really cool little video here of that precise moment. Here comes the twirl. Watch this.
0: Here comes-
1: okay. That doesn't look like a big deal, but that is a prophetic act. And that is the power of a prophetic act of a child who has otherwise been enslaved actually becoming a princess. All right. Guys, I want to tell you that right after that, we begin to work with this ministry and say, we want to rescue not just one or two kids, but we want to rescue a whole bunch. And we asked them, will you help us? And they said, yeah, that's what we're doing here. We just don't have the facility. We just don't have the place. And I said, okay, let's do that. They showed us the place. Guys, this place that they showed us was a place that would cost us $450,000, And you know what? We said, yeah, we're going to do it. It used to be an American missions orphanage, and they have abandoned it because it's so dangerous down here. So since it was so dangerous, you know, they packed up because they, you know, they have wives that love them and they got to go home. So they left. And this facility is there. Guys, we raised the money. I came before you and I said, guys, can you please help us with this? If you do, we'll be able to rescue so many little boys and girls. And we raised the money. We bought the place. Now, I had never been to the place until yesterday. Yesterday was the very first time, and I have a picture of me and Pastor Jerry standing out front of our brand new Redemption Ranch. Boom, there we are right there. Redemption Ranch, Chapa's, Mexico. And uh, guys, I want to tell you, it is a true rescue center. It's a true rescue center, and it is also an amazing place to house all of our kids, up to 150 kids at a time for as little as a year or for as long as we need to before we actually get them into homes. But this place is super, super, super important. And Pastor Jerry and I was there yesterday for the first time. Guys, it was truly a dream come true. He's standing behind the camera, nodding his head at me right now. And we're like, wow, this place is absolutely incredible. I want to show you a team pick. This is, Guys, we have an amazing team of people there who's helping us who's working with us, who's taking care of these kids. And guys, I want to tell you, I'm also super excited about the kids that that we house here. They get to go to a military school. There's a military school literally adjacent to our property there. There's literally a military school, which means they are protected by soldiers. Nobody, we're not going to have to re-rescue our kids. These kids are, this is a really, really, really big deal. I want to show you one more picture as well. Here's another pic. And this is a house. Guys, can you see that beautiful house in the background? There's several of those houses on this property. And I walked all the way through it yesterday. Paul came down here with me. We walked through with cameras. Uh, we took pictures of everything. And I'll be sharing all those stories with you in the future, showing you the rooms that our kids are staying in. And it's just, you guys, I, I mean, to actually, okay, so you pray it, you believe it, and then you actually put your hand on it. You actually walk the ground. You put your feet on it. It's incredible. Well, I can just tell you that that one of the things I was most excited about was actually getting to meet little Marfil, And I had talked to her several times, but I had only talked to her uh, through a Zoom thing. I'd never been down here before. I have a video of she and I talking together through Zoom. You guys watch this. All right. Well, you know what? I am going to take her picture. Hey, but you tell her that we're going to take her shopping, okay? Okay. Quiero que
0: te diga. Okay. that is what shopping
1: does. That's what shopping does. I know little girls, and that is what shopping does. Wow
0: So beautiful.
1: Actually, I actually had uh, breakfast with her this morning. I sure did. And uh, like right, you actually got to see her? I sure did. And, uh, like, right, Friends, whenever, whenever I came driving up there, I'm, I'm, I'm about to show you a video because whenever we first came driving up there, we came through the gates. I was blown away. We stopped the bus. I was blown away. Paul was in a vehicle in front of us, so he got out, and he set up the camera, and I told Jerry, and I said, hey, Jerry, look, man. Uh, there she is right there, and she was standing in the midst of all these other kids, but I've seen her picture so many times. And I saw her, and she was wearing this beautiful green green dress. I want to give you this amazing thing. Somebody gave us a prophetic word that said, look for a girl with ponytails and a green dress. And when we pulled up there, we saw, I saw her. And I, t- I pointed her out to Jerry. I said, Jerry, look, that's her right up there. So I got out of the vehicle. And when I did, this little girl came running down the road to see me. And I want to show you guys this video right now. Watch this. This happened yesterday. I'm driving up. All right, that's the old man trying to get out. I'm sore because I climbed that tower a couple of days. All right, there's a team of people right there. Everybody's like, hello. Okay, here she comes. Wow. Guys, that's the first time I've ever seen her face-to-face was yesterday. And that's the actual moment whenever I saw her. Now look here, I'm just going to tell you that little girl loves her some Papa Troy and she wouldn't let go of me for a long 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 time. And then, you know what? She had to take me around. She had to show me the whole property. She walked me to the rest of the team, told me who was good workers and who was bad workers. <laughs> told me who was good. That's the amazing team right there. Guys, you just saw you just saw a little piece of heaven. And you saw what it's like whenever there is a a child who has been orphaned and has been trafficked and has had terrible things happen to her because she doesn't have choices in the world. And then somebody come in and say, no, 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 you're invited into a family, you're invited into a family and we're here to change your life. And that's the first time that she ever saw me. And when I got out of that van, I promise you that little girl came running. That's the moment that that moment was not staged at all. And we actually caught it on camera. And I want to tell you, just like how hard she was holding me, she held me like that the entire time. She wouldn't, she would not let me get away from her. And then even today, I went, I went and I preached at the church and I was preaching for this amazing congregation. And she came to where I was eating breakfast at and she sat right beside me. She held my hand. I actually had to eat left handed because she was sitting on, she was sitting on on my right side and she wouldn't let go um, of my hand. Guys, this is, I think, just a picture of redemption. It's the picture of what we're doing with these kids that, that otherwise would not have a family if the family of Jesus did not show up. And guys, here in Chapas, Mexico, I can tell you, uh, coming from this brand new redemption ranch, I can tell you that Jesus Christ responds to this. I'm telling you, I'm telling y'all that heaven moves, that the heavens are opened, and it it is actually remarkable. Verse John 3, 1, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the children of God. Guys, that's a different kind of love. And we get a front row seat to see it all the time, and friends, we're inviting you on board. Will you please stand with us? Will you please help me help these kids? Will you actually be a part of this and say, "You know what? King Jesus has me alive in such a time as is uh, in such a time as this and I have to be a giver." You do. Friends, I want to encourage you, you can give online at troybrewer.com, or you can go to odx.tv, or, of course, people are standing by right this second, man, for you to call us, 877-413-0888. 888 is a numerical value for King Jesus himself. I want to tell you, (laughs) dial up King Jesus and say, okay, I'm in. I'm in. Friends, I, I want to just draw your attention here and tell you this. Yesterday, my good friend Milan DeFever went to meet King Jesus face to face, and we just found out. I just found out about it. And you know, I knew Milan. Milan and I were friends uh, back in my back in the nineteen eighties when I was in a Christian rock band. He was the American Christian rock artist. He was that guy. And so, for me to become friends with him was a really big deal. He actually came to Open Door Church and preached. I went to dinner with him several times, and he's a wonderful, wonderful guy. Yesterday, he saw Jesus for the first time, and he's been singing about King Jesus for almost 80 years, and he's been loving King Jesus for almost 80 years. You know, when he was a teenager, he wrote a song about Jesus, and Elvis recorded it. The first song he ever wrote, Elvis Presley recorded it, and he became world famous as as a songwriter because he knew how to pour out his heart to King Jesus. He saw Jesus for the very first time yesterday, and I bet you anything that when my good friend Milan saw Jesus, I bet it looked a whole lot cooler, than, but a whole lot alike whenever Marfil, Marfil saw me for the first time yesterday. I guarantee you. He went running at him just like Brother Jacob and said, if I ever see him face to face, I'm going to jump on him and I'm not going to let go. And that happened yesterday. Guys, we actually saw that at the same time that happened with Marfil. Now, of course, we'd already rescued Marfil. But now I got to tell you this at the beginning, guys, whenever we started this redemption road trip, we told you, "Hey, man, we want to rescue a lot more people in Colombia. We want to get set up to rescue a lot more people in Mexico City. And we met with all of those high officials and we got set up <laughs> and then we came out here and we said, OK, it's time for us now to literally do the ribbon cutting for Redemption Ranch in Mexico and it's time for us now to actually re- rescue some kids here. Our first 25 is what we were hoping for and say, okay, we're going to rescue 25 kids that absolutely need to be rescued. And we're going to get them set up. We're going to make the commitment and we're going to put their feet on the property of redemption Ranch. Here's what I want to tell you. We did it. Yay. <laughs> I told you. I told you so much, guys. I told you, man. And uh, ah, oh, man. It actually because of the teams that we have, it was actually actually easy to rescue 25 kids. When we say it was easy, it doesn't mean that you can just walk out and just rescue a kid, but it does mean that we have such good teams working with us down here that we know where those kids are, we know who they are, we know what we what we're saving them from. And uh, we know how to get them. And we did. So friends, I need to tell you, we got our first 25 kids down here at Redemption Ranch. And I'm going to share every single story of the first 25 with you. Today, I'm going to share one story, and it's the story of the first girl we rescued at Redemption Ranch. So you guys ready to do that? Are y'all ready? Okay, let's do this. So all of these people that are behind the camera here, they all had a front row seat. We all saw this. And what I'm about to share with you is so miraculous. You know, God just the hand of the Lord does amazing things whenever you actually rescue kids. And I mean, he he just does ridiculous things. Yesterday we saw something that that was so over the top. Um it's 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 a miracle I'm going to be talking about for the rest of my life. Um it's something that it rattled Pastor Daryl so bad, I actually caught him crying on camera here, and I'm actually going to point it out so I can make fun of him here in just a few minutes. It rattled my team so much that we all just literally had our mouth open for a real long time. And now I'm going to share this story. The number one, numeral uno, of all of the kids that we rescued at, at, at Redemption Ranch is a little girl by the name of Nimsy. Now, this little girl is not a little girl like a 4-year-old or a 10-year-old. This is a little girl that is a little girl that I'm still going to call her a little girl and she's 18 years old. She looks like she's like 14 to me. But she's but of course I'm old, so anybody under 30 still looks like they're 12 to me. But she's she's an 18-year-old girl and I want to just tell you about her. She we rescued her because she has had to sacrifice herself in order to save her sister. And she's had to be completely selfless. And when people came to, when it was time for her, her little sister to be sold, she said, no, it's me. It's me that you can sell. And without anybody in the world to protect her, she literally put herself in the place of her little sister because she loves her little sister. Her little sister's like, I don't know, uh, nine or 10 or how old is she? she? She She's 10 years old. And so this beautiful young woman has not had people protecting her. She's been completely vulnerable. She's been exploited, and she needed to be rescued. And guys, I want to tell you, man, we got her. Now, the, whenever we did get her, the moment that we got her, you know, she didn't really know what to expect out of us. And she didn't really have a good reason to trust us, except for she knows people that that we have rescued. And she wasn't asking to be rescued. She was asking for a job. And we actually set her down and said, no, look, we don't want to give you a job. We'll be happy to give you a job, but we want to give you a place to live where you're safe. And we want to give you a new life. We want to help support you. We want to bless you. We want uh we want your life to be different from this moment to the next moment. And we, as we were sitting there, we saw this breakthrough happen with her. Guys, um, we're sitting at the table, I'm sitting there, Swanami is there, Mario is there, uh, Daryl is there, Jerry is there, Doug is there, Ben was having some kind of an attack because he got he got around strawberries or something. And uh Do what? Oh, Paul was there. Did I say did I say Doug? And so no, Doug was not there. Doug would have been lost had Doug been there. (laughs) He would have been out watering the woods, we'd still be looking for him. So now Paul was there. And so we're there and we start telling her, and I start explaining, okay, listen, today is a very different day for you. You're gonna be able to say for the rest of your life that on this day everything changed for you and we want it to uh, you don't know us but we love you and we don't want anything from you and I start telling her this story and I'm telling you guys she believed me very very quickly she believed me and she saw the father's heart and she saw the father in in my eyes and I mean the spirit of the lord moved um, we had we had a security team there and our security, because you know we're in a dangerous place. Our security guys, they said, Man, the hair on my arms have all stood up. They were telling us that, weren't they? They're were like, What is this? And that's the Holy Ghost. That's that's the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the father's heart being revealed to a girl. And and we actually told her, From this day forward, you are no longer an orphan. We actually said that to her, didn't we? We said, from this day forward, you have a family, the very first girl we ever rescued. Guys, I want to show you a video of the moment that this was actually taking place, and I'll talk you through it. Here we go. So we're sitting up there at the top of Redemption Ranch. This is the table. She's telling us her story and telling her ours and what, exactly what our commitment is. And I'm telling you, she starts to believe us. And then she starts crying, and then she starts telling us. And I, you know what? I just jumped up, and I said, I put a crown on your head in the name of King Jesus. And, guys, I'm telling you, this girl right here, this woman loves me. And she loves me because she sees Jesus in me. Now, friends, before we go to the rest, and there's a there's a good picture right there. I want to just tell you, I told her, and I, y'all can come back to me. Thank you. You guys are doing a great job, by the way, in Burleson, Texas, trying to keep up with me. Way to go, guys. Way to go, Team Jesus up there. Whenever she didn't know who I was, and everybody began to tell her, Pastor Troy has a worldwide ministry, and and he rescues girls. He writes books. He pastors a church. But he actually rescues girls. And she said, well, today I'm rescued. I said, yeah, you are rescued. And she asked me, are you going to tell anybody about me? And I said, well, I will, but you need to know, I'm going to cover your face. I'm not going to tell anything bad. And I haven't, guys. I want to tell you, there's a bad, bad story that goes with this. Bad story. But I'm not going to tell the bad story. And I thought I said, I'm not going to tell the bad story. I'm just going to tell everybody what a good girl you are. And she said, no. She said, show my face. This 18-year-old girl said, I want you to show people me and show them that Jesus rescues people. And now you guys saw it. You guys were right there with me. And she's like, no, I I want people to know. I want people to know that I'm saved. I'm actually rescued. She never imagined. She hoped it would happen whenever she was 11. She hoped it would happen when she was 12 and 13 and 14 and 15 and 16 and 17. She gave up on herself and just said, I have to rescue my sister. And she's been trying so hard. And guys, I want to tell you, we did get her sister. We did. And she's one of the tons of kids that we've actually rescued down here. And so as told her, I said, well, today is your rescue. And she said, tell the world that I'm rescued. She said, I have nothing to be ashamed of. And I said, no, ma'am, you do not have anything to be ashamed of. And I told her, I said, now, listen, I'm going to make you famous because people are going to be praying for you all over the planet Earth. And she said, "Ask them to pray for me. Guys, I want to show you this video one more time. In this video, going through the gates, getting up there, here we are. This moment is the moment where she changed from being an orphan to actually being a daughter, from being someone who had to protect herself to someone who actually got to go forward. Guys, this was like several hours of us sitting there with her and praying over her. And guys, I want to tell you this also, I had breakfast with her this morning. She came and had breakfast with me this morning. And we talked for a long time this morning. And, you know, she asked me, am I famous yet? And I said, no, not yet. This is the goodness of the Lord. This is what we're doing. This is why we came down here. This is why we drove four and a half hours today through this pig trail in the mountains because the rebels have shut down the other two highways. This is why we risk everything. This is why I told my staff, guys. If we go broke saving kids, then so be it. I'm not going to tell King Jesus, I'm sorry, I had to play it safe. We, we do all of this. You know what? If if Nimsey was the only person we ever rescued, it would all be worth it. Yeah. It would all be worth it. Everything we've been through this week, all the stories we've been a part of, all the money we spent, all the effort, all the energy, all of it, all the giving that, that, that you have already done, It would all be worth it if it was only her, but it's not. It's so many more. Now to put the icing on the cake, I'm going to tell you this. We're all sitting there after this is all over with. And because we know her as the sister of another girl that we've rescued, we just rescued 25 kids. We, we just go, all of a sudden it occurs at the end of bawling and squalling and praying over and talking to her and all this. We said, Hey, we don't even know your name. And she said, Oh, well, my name is Nimsy. And that's a funny name. It, you know, it's like, well, I don't, when I say funny, I mean, I, I don't recognize it. it. It's it's not near as bad as suonomy. <laughs> like <that>. And so suonomy <laughs> Who is translating and talking to her? She says, I don't, I don't even know your name. And she says, Nimsi. And she said, What language is that? And then Nimsi said, It's Hebrew. And we all went, because that got our attention. And we said, What does Nimsi mean? And she said, It means rescued. Am I telling the truth, y'all? Yes. The very first girl we rescued from Redemption Ranch. The very first girl, her name is a Hebrew word that means rescued. Well, we looked it up. There she is right there, guys. That beautiful young woman is going to get to be a young woman now without having to be scared, without having to be beat up and all the things that have happened to her. She gets to be a daughter now because she has been rescued. So, if you're like, no, I need to hear more stories, I want to tell you, man, I'm worried about you if you just need to hear more stories. This one story ought to do it for you, that Jesus Christ is alive and well, and our Redeemer lives. He sent us all the way down here to rescue this little girl. And guys, we did it. We did it, and we did it well. How'd I do, guys? Did I tell the story Good. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the unfinished business. Now, first thing I want to tell you is this. It's just celebrate that. Just worship the Lord and be glad that Jesus Christ is working with, you know, a bunch of knuckleheads and saving children all over the world. Be glad that, you know, we don't have to have everything figured out. We just have to have a yes within our spirit. That's it. We just have to say yes. And, and be glad that, that the Father has such an amazing heart that he's heard the cries of this teenage girl. And he just loves her so much. And guys, I want to tell you, man, we love her too. And I don't, I don't know that I've rescued anybody as sweet as her in a very long time. She's a sweet girl. She's a sweet, sweet, sweet girl. I mean, she was calling me Papa as soon as as soon as she understood she was rescued. She's like, You're my dad. And I told her, and we told her. We told her, we are your family now. And she's like, tell the whole world. Once they told her what I do and who I am, she said, please tell the whole world that Jesus brings people into families. And so that's what I'm doing today is I'm telling you that beautiful little girl, her name means rescued. John 59, as the father loved me, I've also loved you. <laughs> so abide in my love. Guys, all I know is that Jesus has loved me and that the Father has loved me. So this is what we do. We try as hard as we can to actually bring the love of God to these people. I'm going to ask you now, will you help us? Will you stand with us? Will you make this your cause the way that we've made this our cause? Because we could we could pick a whole lot easier causes. I promise you. But I can't think of anything that looks more like redemption. I I can think of lots of other ministries to do. But I cannot think of anything that looks more like Jesus and what Jesus has done for you and I than actually rescuing, redeeming, and raising kids to be kings and and queens upon the earth, to actually have dominion and authority, to have a family. You know, there's a lot of great organizations that are doing incredible things, and I'm so grateful. I truly am. I want to just tell you, though, I've recently discovered since I've been to Washington, D.C., that what you and I can do together is uniquely us. That we can rescue kids and that we can keep them rescued. That we can raise them. That we can put them in a family. And we do all of that. But guys, here's what's different about us. We do that in the name of Jesus. We don't want to do this without Jesus. There's a lot of great humanitarian works that are rescuing kids. There's, there's actually soldiers in this country that I'm at, that I'm at right now in this nation that are in these jungles that I'm looking at, in these mountains behind me and in front of me, that are stomping around with guns, getting ready to rescue somebody. And I'm so grateful for them. And guys, we need those guys. Hallelujah. But I want to tell you, if you're if you're looking for a place in the body of Jesus and say, I've been looking for a place in the body of Christ, where can we rally to? Guys, we, this is it. We've been doing this for 28 years, and we are putting the hammer down. We are stepping on the pedal all the way. We're going in the fifth gear the way our bus driver did around hairpin curves today. That's what we're doing. And I want to just tell you, everybody anyway, yeah, we're all so sore we can hardly move, all of us, (laughs) from a bus ride. (laughs) So I can just say this, guys, um, you can give. And I want to ask you, would you please give? Now I'm going to ask you, I'm going to tell you specifically what, what I want you to give to. If you will help us, here's the deal. We we rescued our 25 kids. <laughs> we have stationed them with responsible families so that they are no longer in the vulnerable places where they were and no longer being exploited. Like, so they're not at Redemption Ranch? Well, no, they're not yet. Like, why? Oh, because we don't have any furniture yet. <laughs> um, because we don't have a fence around the place yet, because we don't have our security team there yet. Um Because uh, our kitchen is not finished. Like, well, don't you already have rescue? You said that this girl's, oh no, that girl is there. That girl's there. And there's a few other kids that are there as well. But just enough for a few people to take care of in one of the houses that are actually finished. And even that house is not finished yet. Remember, this is an amazing property, but also remember, it's been abandoned for 10 years. So it needs a lot of work. And I would invite you, would you please help me? Because guys, if we can fix this entire property... And add all the things that all of us are going to add. If we can do that, we can actually put another 150 kids on this property. And you guys hear those bells ringing? Hallelujah. You're saying yes. Man, that's crazy cool. What time is it here? It's 530. Is that what time it is? Well, I bless those bells. This is the church bells. Go into the chapel and I'm gonna get married. I remember that at your wedding, man. You guys played that at your wedding, Gerald. Yeah, listen to all these bells. Just listen. Let freedom ring in the name of Jesus. That's a prophetic sound. It's the sound of freedom. Man, come on. In Jesus' name. Yeah, so as as I've been doing this, these white doves have been flying all around. And we've all been like, oh my gosh, I think actually Paul's actually caught some of them. He's actually he's got his camera out. Guys, I don't know if you can hear all these bells, all these church bells going off. It's beautiful. I'm just saying that that's the sound of kids being set free. Yeah. If you want to help us with these first 25 kids, and when I say the, here's the whole deal, help us rescue them, help us house them, build the facilities for these 25 kids, and support them for the first year of their life, it's $75,000. It's $3,000 a piece. Easy peasy. It's nothing but money. That's all it is. And friends, I want to just encourage you and tell you this. If you're somebody who can help us with that, these 25 kids, I need to get onto the property. I've got them rescued, and I've got one of them on the property. i got a few other kids too, and you're going to end up hearing their stories. You will. But for us to get these other 25 kids on here, guys, we need to raise $75,000. Like, well, that's a lot of money. It ain't near as much money as $1.5 million because that's actually what we need for the next 500 kids, guys, we got to build schools. We had to, we, we had to build housing. We had to build bathrooms. We have to hire a staff. You don't just bring in 25 kids. You have to hire the staff for those 25 kids, right? We have to, there's a lot of things that goes into this. And, um, we're, we're, we can figure that out to be about $3,000 a kid. Now that's a funny number because in India, we've actually paid for human beings, that's kind of like the going rate in India. And I don't know how many people we bought for $3,000 a piece, but thousands. I mean, literally thousands over several years. But this $3,000 is not us paying for them to be set free. It's $3,000 for us to be able to do that and for us to be able to keep them rescued. Could you sponsor one kid? Could you sponsor the first 25? I I know that somebody out there can. Man, would you be able to say, "Hey, you know, I'll tell you I'll tell you what I want to do. i want I want to be able to because the property will actually hold one hundred and twenty five kids. And you know how much money that is? That's four hundred and fifty thousand dollars i'm I'm bringing this I'm bringing the attention to all this to you, to the people who watch us because everywhere I go all over the world, people stop me and say, "I love what you do. I think it's incredible what you do and and it, it's kind of dumbfounding to us. and we talk about it all the time, meaning, It's amazing to me that anybody knows what what we do. But it's just the Lord. He's given us these platforms. And I mean, people literally everywhere I go. Happened to me yesterday. These guys were with me yesterday. And we're talking about we're in Mexico. And this beautiful lady comes up to me and says, I follow you on Facebook. I follow you everywhere. I love what you do. So here's what I'm doing. I'm telling everybody who loves what I do to jump in. I'm telling you. Listen, we cannot just say we know about this. It's not enough to pray for them. We do got to pray for them. Praise God. And I promise you, we pray for them, but it's not enough. Man, listen, you got You actually have to rescue them. And then you have to feed them. And then you have to give them medical attention. And then you have to protect them. And then you have to give them clothes and beds. And then you have to feed them every single day. And then you have to send them to school. And then you got to raise them year after year after year after year. Guys, we've already done that to the tune of over 10,000 kids. 10,000 kids. We've already done it. And now every single facility that we have throughout the world is maxed out. And we have all these opportunities now to get all these new kids in, and we don't have the facilities. And that's the fact, Jack, as the prophet Bill Murray once said. So I would just say, step up and help us, man. That's what I'm saying. Friends, dial the number. Dial the number, 877-413-0888, or you can give online at odx.tv. Friends, look at this moment. This is real. This is legit. I had never seen this little girl face to face before. And this was the moment she came down to greet me. She's like, I met my rescuer. Well, I want to tell you right now, anytime I'm in a bad mood for the rest of my life, I'm just going to watch that video right there. Anytime I'm disgusted with the world, I'm just going to just, I'm just going to watch that video right there. And I'm just going to say, my redeemer lives. That's what I'm going to say. Because my Redeemer does live. Okay, friends. I'm so grateful. And I want to just tell you this. This is our last night in Chiapas, Mexico. And uh, we're out of here. And we'll be in Mexico City tomorrow night. And then from there, you're just going to have to tune in. Right on. Guys, we're going to be in parts unknown on Tuesday night. But you're going to have to tune in at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. at odx.tv. I sure hope that you will respond to this. also hope that that you will get your friends to respond to this. Guys, I, I'm i telling you, this is so real. And it's so easy to solve. It's only money. We already have the teams. We already have the infrastructure. We already have the know-how. We already have the networks. We already know where the kids are. All we got to do is fund it. And the first the first set of $1.5 million is exactly what I'm asking for. And this coming from a Yahoo that uh, <laughs> that hasn't had any money his whole life. And I'm just doing this because the Lord has put me in this position. So, friends, help me. You can mail it in, to PO Box 3775, Burleson, Texas, 76097. If you want to write a check, write, make that out to TBM, as in Troy Brewer Ministries. Or you can actually text to give, Redemption Road Trip, RRT, to 833-892-3501. I mean, how easy is that? And guys, uh, I'm going to be sharing the other 24 stories with you one at a time because every one of them is an incredible story and Jesus gets glorified in all of them. Guys, we got them. Stand with me. Guys, thank you so much for if you fasted and prayed, if you were one of the if you were one of the people who were saying, "I'm believing God for 24 kids in 24 hours." You know what? The Lord heard your prayers. He did. And guys, even though we are in a place that is very oppressed, and there's a lot of witchcraft here and there is a lot of bad things that are happening here guys i want to just tell you this man we have felt the spirit of the lord we have known that people are praying for us we have we i mean we're like man i really feel the prayers of people like man i can man we we have just felt an open window of heaven around us the whole entire time so i'm so grateful man if you fasted and prayed for us i know that all my church did and all my all my peeps you guys did that I'm going to let you guys go and just say this one more time. Hey, be a part of this. Pray for us. Join us on Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Join us on Tuesday night at 6 p.m. And be in prayer for us. Our trip is not yet done. We still got a lot of traveling to do tomorrow, a lot of traveling to do the next day, and a lot of traveling to do the next day after that. And we are worn out. So pray that the Spirit of the Lord will cause me to have youth once again. I used to not be this worn out. I don't know what happened to me. I think I must have got old. But Ben's young. Ben's young, and he's all worn out. It was it was the angel. It was the angel of independence that the mayor of the city actually gave us keys to for us to climb up in there and make declarations over the city of Mexico City. If you didn't see that video, catch up and go back and watch that. That was the second video in the Redemption Road Trip. And then, of course, you definitely want to catch the uh, first video, which last Sunday at about this time, we were hopping on a plane and we were flying down to Bogota, Colombia. And uh, wait till you see that video if you haven't already seen it. All right, friends. Thank you so much. Thank you my, for, for my team that did all this setup in a very difficult place to do that. Thank you for my team that has been working at Open Door Church all day long that are up there pushing the buttons and doing the things. And that would be honor. That would also be Connie. That would also be Tia. And it'd probably be some other people that I don't know about. And uh, who? Matthew. Thank you, Matthew, for all my team that's here, for for Brother Mario, for Brother Paul, for Brother Ben, for Brother Jerry, for Sister Suwanami for Brother Daryl, and for me. I call you guys ahead, not the tail, above and not beneath, in highly favor of the Lord. Bye-bye, everybody. The podcast, The Bible in a Year with Jack Graham, is a moving and inspiring biblical audio experience that
0: will help you master wisdom from the world's greatest book. In each episode, you'll learn to apply biblical principles to everyday life. Each cinematic episode is a journey through the Bible's most profound stories that will strengthen your appreciation of the Word and inspire you to keep learning. Listen to The Bible in a Year with Jack
1: Graham on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.